Five the moon racks. <laughs> Someone got that reference. <laughs> There they are, those beautiful, handsome faces. Hello, everybody, there and welcome are. back to the Soul Citizens. And we are excited, excited, excited uh, to be here. It has been, what, two weeks now? Is that when we were here last, guys? About two weeks ago? Because Mother's Day was back. Yeah, right, right. Yep. Yeah, we took a break last week with Mother's Day and hope everybody enjoyed it but uh welcome everybody we got all the folks checking in there look at all the wonderful people there shipwreck good to see you bluesy remar exo wolf what's going on papa doc is here too okay and go map thank you again for the uh subscription right off the bat four months straight we love it brother we love it all righty we've got the brothers here tonight and um boy we're going to be covering a lot of stuff tonight uh, as you guys see, the title of the show this week is Banu and the Merchantman. And uh, I think we're going to officially call Fastcart the Banu and we'll be the Merchantman because he's the big Banu Merchantman guy who loves that ship to death, as you can see from his background. <laughs> he is definitely oh, representing... Oh, Colossal got it too. Colossal got it too. Yeah, oh yeah, he does. That's right. I didn't even see sure. he slept that up there. Okay. Uh, well, you know... Um, Tenth, you and I, we couldn't go there, right? You know, we we we, we don't we don't do no, that. we can't we 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 can't we might, go there. We might do. Business. I wonder we why. Business, but we, <laughs> you know. Yeah, we we couldn't go there. But yeah, this week, um, again, uh, we're going to be doing this piece on Bandu and the Merchantman. We are not necessarily authorities on this subject. I was, Fastcart was mentioning earlier that a lot of the information that uh, we used to know about this, we learned five, six, seven years ago, and the subject of the Bandu doesn't come up very often. Um, I think it probably came up when they, it started resurfacing again when the Defender was being built. Uh, Vagabond Prime, thank you so much for that subscription. We appreciate that. Thank you. Kicking us off good to say. Um, when the Banner Defender was being built, Colossal, was that like the last time when we really started talking about Banu lore probably and the language kind of came up around that time when people started trying to figure out the language? Was that about when it was? Uh well, yeah, I mean, because, you know, they have close, such a close personal relationship with the Shion. So mm -hmm. it's around that time when you got the Banu Defender and I guess a little bit more dealing with the Shion and then the guy came out with the linguistic language. Right, 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 right. And a whole huge video and a several part documentary on that stuff. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. And yeah, it went well with, with, with the Xeon language. And they also did a, um, a lawmaker's guide on, on Banu culture yeah. around that time. Yeah. Yeah, when they were going yeah. through the systems and stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's jump into it. Um, again, we're going to be talking about the Banu and the Merchantman. This is kind of giving us some history. I do want to talk about one little thing, and we'll talk about it later in the show, that the BMM was announced that they are working on it. Colossal, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, a couple of weeks ago, you said, if I remember you correctly, you said, I wonder what happened with this whole thing with the BMM, because they said when they finished the carrot. They were going to get on the BMM. So I don't know if you spoke it into existence or what, but uh, I don't know if we should call you the Kenneth Copeland of Star Citizen or whatever, but. <laughs> you She'll pay the credit. She'll pay the credit. <laughs> Evidently. Yeah, yeah. You know, to be associated with Kenneth Copeland. 
<laughs> you know I had to throw that at you. You know I had to throw that at you. I know, I know, I know. I, know. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, look, they told us this at uh, Citizen Con 2018. Mm-hmm. They said that, that when they finished with the, the um, mm-hmm. with the carrot, that they would move the, the following personnel over to the merchantman. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've been waiting for it for a while. I'm still interested in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested in one word with the Banu merchantman, and that's the craftsmanship. That's mm-hmm. what I'm interested in. Okay. Because, you know, of all these pictures that we have right now, we really don't know yeah. what the concept is. Yeah. We just don't. Yeah. And we're going to talk about I mean, that too. Really. The last one is, is in my background. That's the last concept. But yeah, we don't know what it looks like now. Because that's 2016. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is that the dimensions and the numbers, nothing's matching up. You know, and if it's, nope. particularly if you remember <laughs> when the uh, Privateer came out. A lot of controversy got kicked up in relation to that shit, but we'll talk about the merchantman when we get there because we're gonna we're gonna deal with the Banu first, and then we're gonna go to talking about their their ships and their fleet. So yeah, Taz Tickle, good to see you. Thank you for hanging out with us today as well. All right, so let's let's do okay. A couple quick announcements before we get into the thing with, with these guys. Um, first things first, uh, we've got in less than two weeks now or week Invictus. Invictus is starting uh, on the 21st. Today's the 16th. So five days. Yeah, five days, right? Okay, five days away from Invictus. And some of you know that the PTU has been open. And this year, unlike last time when they did this, they didn't let us see the ships. They opened up the convention hall, but that was all we saw. And this time they've been testing, I guess. And each day you go, like I think the first day when you went Colossal was the Aegis's, was that was out the first time when you saw them when you went in? This is that or Anvil. Yeah, I think One this was like the first couple of days. Those are the ones that, that came out. Then they did Drake the other day. Today I went by there and Crusader was up. Uh, Tenth, have you had a chance to jump into PTU at all or you've been outside? No. So you're no, just waiting for no, the no. event. Okay, and fast car. <laughs> that's cool, no, that's cool. No, I'm gonna be honest with you. In a way, it's good to wait for the event because like right now it's still the bugs and stuff are there. You know what I mean? Sure. And so yeah. unless you're just interested in for the bug hunting, you're gonna kind of lose some of your enthusiasm if you see it now and then come back later. And fast car, you haven't had a chance to uh, get in yet either, Hire the PTU, right? Not the PTU, I'm waiting for live. Okay, all right, cool, all right, cool. So yeah, Invictus is coming up. Uh, Colossal, I'll start with you uh, since you have been over there. Uh, anything in particular that stroked your eye? Just one thing. I just would say, is there one thing that caught your eye when you went over there? Just one thing? Just one. Uh, I'm just going to make my friend happy. I mean, this didn't really catch my eye, but I know it would make Nihilus happy. It was the um, Redeemer, right? Oh, yeah. Was that the Redeemer? Yeah. That, yeah. was, that, that came out there. I mean, we saw that. That was one thing that, that really struck my eye. I'll leave the rest of it to you. Okay. Yeah. The Redeemer was, I mean, we had talked about the possibility of it, but sure enough, it was on the floor. And there was. Yeah, I'm the one to call it that one, right? Did you call it? Okay. Yep. Well, it was, it was on the floor. Uh, there were some people who had, what they did was they did the remote camera thing because you couldn't go inside of it, but they did the remote camera thing where you could go inside and kind of pass through it and you got to see a very roughed out, but very detailed version of the ship. I think you're just mostly gray, but there wasn't a lot of the colors and lights and stuff weren't flashing, but you got a good idea of what it looks like. And it's, you could definitely see the improvements. You can see the merging of like the Vanguard where there's a lot of design from the Vanguard that they translated into it to look, make it look a little bit more Aegis as well. So that's pretty cool. Um, 10th, what about you? Are you interested in anything military? And by the way, 10th, Origin is on the schedule. Uh, and this I is supposed to be a military event. So uh, what, what do you think? It. 
So I, I, I'm interested. Um, usually I don't spend a lot of time outside of Origin. My, I think I said before, my fleet's pretty much all set. So mm -hmm. I'm not really looking for anything that's, you know, um, it, it'd have to be a, a really cool concept, I, I suppose. You say but that, and then the 400 is going to come out. <laughs> and then you're going to well, open your no, wallet. No, no, no. FC, you know, that, that's, uh, that's already... That's a foregone conclusion. <laughs> I'm going to pick out so there's a caveat in. in there. That's all I'm saying. There's a caveat. Right? There's a caveat. Anything Origin release, that's just fit in. But I would be interested. I saw that. I think they're on the first day. I'm not sure if I saw if I saw that, but um, or, or somewhere around there. But um, yeah, I'm interested to see what might what might come out of that. And I think that they're. <laughs> I know Origin is always like the 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 luxury and it doesn't fit military but with the with the rover from last year um having a military variant i think they might try to mm. beef mm. up their line with something so i don't know i okay. don't know we'll see okay yeah i found it interesting too that origin decided to enter into that field with a not a a, a vehicle that has some defensive capability but the fact is that one vehicle definitely looks like they're trying to push into military so uh I don't know uh, if it'll be a 400, though. I'm still looking for that 400 to be something between a 300 and a 600 on the, lux on the luxury side, and you know, but that's a whole nother story. Best card, what about you? Anything in particular during this uh, sale military you'd be interested in, or are you just going to kind of be a... Buy it, but I, hmm? I'm not going to buy it, but I am interested in the Redeemer. I just want to see it and see how it changed and everything like that, because like, like I said, um, there's nothing I, I really want to buy. My, my, I'm like I'm ten. My fleet is mostly shot, mm -hmm. but I do want to. I do want to see the CD updated with DM. I'm interested in seeing it. Okay. 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 Uh, Traven, I really appreciate your statement there. He says if Dogecoin does well, he might buy a Pioneer. <laughs> so and it's hey, some other people's money. I don't blame you if if you get it that way. That sounds cool. Okay, Traven, so... it's better the casino than the the triple pole. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I've, I've been upgraded. I've been upgraded. All right, very cool. All right, well, that's that's it for the in, the Invictus thing. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is something that was in the newsletter this week, and I don't know if you guys got a chance to see this, but uh, when I, you know, sometimes CIG will put the file in there, and they don't they don't tell you what the name of it is, but on this particular one, the name was still on it, and it was called airlock uh outpost airlock and what struck me about this is that the design is completely different than any of the other quote-unquote outposts that we've seen so my question to you guys and fast card i'll start with you first do you think it's because it's you know if you remember it was only a few months ago we were seeing sketches and white box of homesteads right then like a couple months later we were seeing interiors then a couple months later after that we were seeing way past gray box and then we've been seeing props. Do you think that this whole homestead outpost thing is something that CIG may drop on us this year? Whether it be for NPCs or players, I won't say which one, but do you think that they're going to expand beyond what we see right now on all, before we even get into worrying about a pyro or anything like that? Before Pyro, I don't know. I, 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 before you said before Pyro, I was going to say maybe you'll see something about them at CitizenCon, the virtual CitizenCon in October. But mm -hmm. before that, Maybe Gamescom to drop something for the um for for, for the homestead. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure. All right. Tenth. What about you? Yeah. Uh. With the pace, I I could see it this year. Um. But I would not be surprised if they might be running a sprint on this mm -hmm. and and then you know crash into another major product. 
mm. uh, another another major pass on some other uh, project that they're working on, mm-hmm. and they're just trying to make progress on this, right? Mm. And so, I, I, possibly, possibly, it'd be cool if we could see it because there has been extensive uh, development on it. Um, yeah. So I I like to see it this year. To me, I, colossal pictures like this when I see them usually says two to three months out. Do you think that this is anything that might lend itself to being, you know, fall of this year or even at all this year? Outposts. Well, I mean, looking at the schedule, 3.15 is supposed to be coming out tentative quarter three Mm -hmm. of this year. Mm -hmm. So if this is any indication of it, then yes, I would probably would guess that it'll be out if not early at quarter three, late quarter four. And that's supposed to be NPC, um, right? If I'm remembering correctly on the map, it's NPC. This is small home outpost colonialism. That's all it says. Okay, I thought it said something okay. like NPC. Maybe not. So, okay. Yeah, implementing small home colonialism outpost. This is in the um, okay. the, um the guide. So uh, I I would not the roadmap. So I would strongly think that it would be out sometime, if not third quarter. It says tentative. But mm-hmm. dealing, we're looking at this and looking at the other videos that we've seen from uh, Star Citizen Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if we saw it around December. Okay, okay, very cool. All right. I like what I like what Admiral Kuchinagi said. Concept airlock comes with LTI, fifty dollars per, per lock. <laughs> I, I, I would say fifty dollars is a bit much. Maybe twenty. And I, I would give I would give CID twenty for for the airlock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still a bit. Yeah, Bluesy, thanks for mentioning that again. I'm still kicking myself for not buying any land when land claims came up. I yeah, don't know no, where my uh, head was uh, on that one because yeah. I know the rule about land. I would just, but is yeah, it, I was just not thinking about it. I'm going to be in space. I'm going to be in space all the time. No, I, don't need a land. I wasn't thinking that. I just it just went past <laughs> me. I I think I bought so, something else and I decided to say, oh, I'll just do it later, and that was yeah, my mistake. So that somebody make me happy. Time. If you get a pioneer, like uh, one of the the viewers just sat there and said about you know Dogecoin. Uh, if you get a pioneer, does that come with the pioneer? Somebody make me happy. Make me happy. That was you a, get a four by four. No, no, no. Wait, wait. Let's be specific about that. That was a part of the first concept. Whether they're going to run that oh. again, I do not know. I, and and we, okay, we, okay. we we've got a show coming up when we do the it's no place like home show in a couple of weeks we're going to go through that because I got copies of all the land claims and everything and we're going to go through it it would be nice but I really think that that was really tied into concept as long as it's concept that it may be so but if you notice the pioneer that last time I don't remember anybody saying they got free land when it went on sale oh, in yeah. November the, the, I think I think I, I think, think land only went on sale twice. That the, the concept one mm-hmm. and the anniversary sale, yep. and and ever since then, like like I said, I I was expecting it to, to come up more, like maybe once a year, but mm-hmm. no. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the end of that one. Okay, all right. Well, we got everybody's two cents on that particular picture, but that's in the newsletter. If you guys haven't looked at the newsletter yet, the second thing we want to mention is if you guys heard at the beginning of the show today. Uh, there was some music before the show, which was our pre-show. We're actually going to be doing that each week, about a quarter to the hour. We're just going to have like a pre-show mix that's provided by the guys at New Soul. That's Pops in Space and Fist to Face. Uh, and as you guys know, two weeks ago, we did a show um, with um, that was on Pedro Camacho, a tribute to him. And on that show, uh, Pops and Face, uh, a Fist, uh, debuted uh, a track that they did, a reworking of Pedro's main theme for Star Citizen. Well, lo and behold, um, that has gotten some recognition. And this week in the newsletter, 
as you see, Star Citizen Remix, uh, they were recognized. So we want to give a shout out to them for that. They, they did that uh, to compliment our show, but now it's complimenting the community and we kind of want to wish them a lot of success. Cause it was a real cool mix. Tenth, you said that was the first time you heard the mix today, right? You first was... time I heard it, and it was fire. Mm -hmm. It was great. Yeah, and they've, it. they've gotten yeah. positive responses. Go ahead, fast car. Are we gonna say? And not only on the, in the newsletter, but they're on this weekend. This weekend, Star Citizen too. Mm -hmm. I just got the link on Twitter chat. Mm -hmm. So when you go to the newsletter, that link you see there where it says read more takes you to this link, but FastCart just gave you guys the link. Please go there and upvote them. For those of you who've heard the song, if you like it, if you haven't listened to it, if you like it, give them some upvotes. They really worked hard on that. And I understand, I won't say what it is, but my understanding is they're working on another possible Star Citizen project Ooh. later. So uh, it should be something interesting. So congrats guys. I don't know if Pops and Fist are here, but if they aren't, they can watch the, <laughs> watch the YouTube and they get to hear us tell them congratulations, yeah. okay? All right, so let's jump into it. Let's jump into it. Um, our show today, uh, if, for those of you who saw our tweets, you all saw that we had a quiz. We put out quiz questions on Friday, Saturday, and today. And so I'm going to ask this quiz of you, uh, those of you who are uh, in chat, if you know the answers, then type it in. Uh, I'm going to also leave it to uh, my panelists here, my co-hosts, to see if any of them know the answers. Uh, and uh, But I'm, I'm going to first, first we're going to see what chat says, and then we'll see if these guys can come up with the answers as well. So question number one was, who was Vernon Tarr, and how did he accidentally make first contact with the band new does anybody in chat have an answer for that who was vernon tar and what is it he did that accidentally made contact with the band new is it multiple choice no standard it's not multiple choice hey lucky <laughs> what's going on and coffee coffee's here too anybody nobody in chat wow so everybody's here to learn about the band new today all right nobody's typed oh, anything like in you look like you were saying something, but you, you we can't hear you. Yeah, you no, are muted. Hear you. Yeah, your audio just disappeared. Unbelievable. There you okay, are. Right. There you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. I said there are no accidents because Colossal does this all the time, and I, you know, I basically shoot first and beg for forgiveness later. Ah, okay. <laughs> so standard said smuggler, <laughs> and Raymar said discover the ju discovered jump point. Hmm. Does that sound about right? What do you guys think? No. Jump point? Hmm. How did he, he, no, he's going down the right path. He is going down the right path. I, I wouldn't say this, well, the smuggler part's a whole nother thing. I'm I'm not really getting into that. There was something that Vernon Tarr was doing. Does anybody know what Vernon Tarr was doing? And I think Raymar's kind of crossing into it a little bit. Uh, let's see, slept with someone's wife, okay. <laughs> Chad <laughs> <laughs> is finishing the argument. Okay, he was a pirate running from and ran into a Benu. Pop Papa Doc is kind of close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the base. Do any of you guys remember? Stand tenth. Do you remember? Papa Doc had a It was yeah. the, the Banu who, who was running. Yeah, it was the Banu who was running. Right. What is yeah. his best card? I don't remember what running, running Tall was doing. Well, what I, I remember I what the Banu was doing. Yeah, I can't remember what he was doing, but I believe he shot. 
at, he saw particular people out there and he shot at them. Right. And and basically it it was an alien ship. Right. So he immediately called the UNE. They were the UNE at the right. time. They right. were not the UNE. Correct. He called them. They showed up. Boom, boom, boom. Diplomatic show, shows up. And here comes the Banu race and the, and the human race. And now they're, they're best buds. Very good. Very good. <laughs> all right. You guys, I, it was pieces of all the answer in chat. So you guys were on point with that. That was pretty good. Um, you guys did all right. Not not bad at all. Not bad at all. So Vernon Tar was basically a person who went out and mapped for wormholes. That's what he was out there doing. Okay. And you're absolutely right, Colossal. That's what happened. He saw this other ship. He thought that other ship was trying to maybe take advantage of his find and not knowing, right. not knowing that this guy was running and he took a shot at him. Like you said, a pot shot. He almost started what would have been a war. <laughs> but thankfully it was averted and he didn't do it. Thank you, Go Map. There you go. He was an explorer. Very, very good. So that's very good. All right, you guys did all right for question number one. Let's look at question number two. The Interstellar Peace and Trade Accord allowed humans and Banu to trade what? All right, let's see, chat. What did that, what did that accord allow humans and banu to trade let's see if somebody That's right, Papa Doc, i'm a teacher buddy i do always do my homework he says i need to brush up on my lore. yeah dark knight don't worry that's why we're doing this we all need to brush up on our lore really all right does anybody have an armistice to sleep with each other's wives <laughs> roboto you are killing me okay anybody else nobody knows what what did the peace accord allow humans and banu to trade uh, I'm going to start with uh, Fastcart this time. Let's see if Fastcart knows the answer. Do you know Fastcart? I learned it six years ago. I forgot. I know I, know I knew the answer, but I don't know the answer anymore. All right. Let me go to 10th. 10th, you got an answer for it? I just remember it being a trade accord. Uh, it right. Was, it was bro and it has to be brokered every X amount of years, I guess, or something like this. That's true. Yeah. So that's how I remember. All right. Let me go to Colossal. He's got that grin on his face. Let's see if he knows what the answer is technology absolutely the answer is technology technology is what they traded that was their I big, was, big yeah, thing i was thinking yeah, like ships folks y'all need to increase y'all bad new history <laughs> your bad new is terrible <laughs> when did you look up these answers did you look up these answers today i'm a bad new fan i'm a bad new fan i've always been a bad if, if, if griff remembers i'm still a bad new bad new bad new bad new and griff knows that in star citizen i've been changing my voice attack to mostly Banu language. Yeah, so I'm he, he, actually, he actually named one of his ships a Banu phrase, so he's into Banu. He actually yeah. is. All right. But mind you, but mind you, this is Banu 101 history here, yeah. guys. This is this is basic stuff. So really? this is 101. It is. is absolutely. It is. All right. So here we go. Here's the third and last question. The merchantman is built by a Suli, better known by humans as what? All right, chat. The Banu Merchantman is built by a Suli, better known as what? What other, what phrase, human phrase would we call a Suli? And this phrase is actually kind of a misnomer, but we'll, we'll go with it. I think I know what this one is. <laughs> a house. Not bad. Not bad, Raymar. You're close. You're actually close. Ah, Mab. Go Mab got the answer. Mm -hmm. All mm -hmm. right. I would have went with Raymar's mm -hmm. a little bit more because it is considered, a house is considered, a, it could be a suit, it could be a part of a house. 
but it expands further than that. Some people will use the term, a guild is what the word translates into, but it's beyond a guild. It could be a clan, a family, a house, house of kind of thing. Um, so very, very good. You guys are not too bad there. Tim, did you pick mm -hmm. up a little uh, reminders there? I, got, I, I learned something today. Got... I, <laughs> I listened to that enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome, awesome. Okay, let's do some real quick stuff here in relation to the Banu. Uh, we've got an image on the screen right now showing you these different uh, concept artist drawings of the Banu. Um, Colossal, why don't you do me a favor? Take that very first part there, those uh, first four points that are mentioned in that section right below where we just read in the quiz about Bacchus 2 and all that stuff. Could you hit those for us? Uh, these four points. Okay, all right. So Bacchus 2 is the possible home world of the Banu. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll talk about um, more of the Banu in terms of why they don't know what their home world is. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but their, their government is called the Protectorate. Mm-hmm which is, we'll talk more about that, mostly planet states. Mm -hmm. uh, their main emphasis is trade. Uh, their appropriation and assimilation is new and rare and unique items. That's part of the reason why they don't know about their home world <laughs> is because they dis they discard the old and anything that's new and working, they take it, they, they jump to that one. So they, they always jump to the next best thing and they don't worry about the past. Right. So that's part of the reason why they don't know where their home world is and why we <laughs> assume that Bacchus too is their home world. Right. I just, gotta, I just got to say, holding bucket, new hotness. Yep. <laughs> That's what the brand new are like. Yeah. Well, here, let's, let's go back. The Colossal, thank you. You're on point with that. Bacchus 2 is their current world that we kind of, where the UEE relates to them. And it's kind of like their center point right now. But as you mentioned, Colossal, they are spread out throughout their system. Uh, and so their government is called the Protectorate. And it's not based at Bacchus, but it's kind of like, each place where they dwell or live runs its own kind of government. And those governments can all be even slightly different from each other. They, it, they don't have to mirror each other in how they operate. If one government works better in this particular system or in this particular planet, then that's the way they operate. If they're in another system or another planet and it's better to operate differently, like let's say maybe you're in a system that's much more, I don't know, unlawful, you know, more crime, then they can have totally different rules than one of their other systems someplace else. But collectively, they all become a part of this thing called the, the protectorate, uh, which is kind of an interesting way to have government, if you know what I mean. Um, their main emphasis, you mentioned, is colossal trade, right? Trade is their big thing. That's what people are going to be looking forward to do with these guys uh, and ladies, because everybody does it. And then the last point, which I think is really important, the colossal mentioned, and this is for those of you who plan on doing any type of trade with them or any, yeah, I would really say any type of trade, what really gains you points within their community, whether you're a band new or even from outside their community, is if you have things that they recognize as either being new, rare, or unique. Those yep. three categories, new, rare, or unique. Yeah, they'll trade everyday stuff with you, but if you wanna see their eyes perk up and their eyebrows go up, if they have eyebrows, uh, tint, that means we got to bring them new, give them stuff. rare, <laughs> and unique. That's what we want to be yeah, looking you can't, for. You can't bring in any old origin. It has to be a unique origin ship or, or, or a unique origin item, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. 
There you go. Oh yeah. No, but we're not trading any origin ships to the band. Well, I, I get the idea. It's just not going to be. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Well, see, see, this is. Uh, I'm sorry, fast cart, but these origin people. See, the band new would have immediately thrown them out because the band new people see everybody as equals. If you are a thief and you're good at it, as long as you're good at what you do, yes. the band new doesn't care about what you're doing. That's true. As long as you're good at it and these you know these lovely origin people talk about you know oh we we, we wouldn't do it because we're origin or yeah. you know love you origin folks but i have a i have a question Chris. can i ask yeah. a question well, of, course, of course because the question i want to ask is and this is the reason why I, I was so interested in the band if you don't know about me folks i am a huge and see me in game i love trading and i love exploring mm -hmm. okay so i'm all about the economy of the game player driven economy and i'm all about exploration so when I first started getting involved with Star Citizen and its and CIG's efforts at producing this game, mm -hmm. the first thing I started looking at was, okay, what are the races? Because we already know about Wing Commander and we know about the Kilrathi and stuff like that and all this other stuff. So I wanted to know what Chris Roberts was going mm -hmm. with this. And the first thing, uh, besides humans, I don't, I'm tired of playing a human all the time. I want to play something else. Mm -hmm. So I looked at the Banu and the Banu, you know, piqued my interest and I'm going to fast card. Because my whole thing, my question to you is, why did you choose the Banu Merchantman and why is it so so um, uh, important to you? Because for me, the Banu Merchantman was all about tr uh, trade. So I immediately wanted uh, a ship that I felt that they were going to specialize in that would help me achieve that. Why, did you, why, why would you choose the Banu Merchantman and, and how is it important to you? Exactly the same reason, trade. I saw the concept uh, art and saw the concept of um, Lord and whatnot. And I, I and I'm gonna be a, I'm still gonna be a marketeer in um in Star Citizen when it goes live. So I'm gonna broaden my endeavor to make to make my product and have my merchantmen to sell my products. That's yep. that's the idea. Great people think alike. <laughs> Griff, Griff, I'm gonna go ahead and skip Griff and come back to Griff because Griff is thinking. Griff is thinking right now. Griff I am, thinking, but so I'm, I'm gonna save I'm gonna save it for the merchantman section. But you're but but okay okay. okay. I just, I'm just locking it in so I can remember to ask you both the question about what you just said. So I'll okay. we'll, we'll right. right. we'll cover that, okay? Write it down so you don't forget. Oh, I won't forget. <laughs> no, when we get to the merchant, we will have plenty of stuff to talk about. I, I do uh, want to okay. go back to some things that Papa Doc has said. He says, the Banu is a society combination of different technologies from other races. And, and Papa Doc, you're absolutely right. This goes back into what Colossal said earlier about they basically go throughout the universe looking for the best of whatever. Uh, Lore actually says that if you go to their ships, their ships are designed like from a hodgepodge of different things from different places where they've been uh, to make their ships become the way they are. So they may have had a, a quantum drive from someplace over here in this sector from some other race that was better than the one that was over here that they had before. And I think Colossal, you alluded to this earlier. I think in fact, it's the next thing on our sheet about their history. It says the Banu do not value history at all and soon forget what is past, only focusing on current technologies and practices. What is past is past, and what matters is what the Banu has in hand now. So this is kind of interesting because, you know, most of us, if we get something that's a little bit better, we'll hold on to the thing that we had before, or we'll keep the receipts, or, you know, we'll store it in the garage in case we have to use it again. These jokers, once they get something new, they forget about whatever the other thing is. I'm talking about to the degree of, getting rid of the item, getting rid of the blueprints, getting rid of the schematics. They don't care about it anymore. Everything gets tossed out, which is really interesting because that means they're not hoarders, right? Because most of us are hoarding when we kind of hang on to stuff. 
they just literally say, hey, it don't it don't mean nothing to them anymore. And they get rid of stuff, which is kind of an interesting way of doing stuff. Maybe in a way it's kind of good. Maybe humans should adapt that a little bit. I don't know. Um, <laughs> let me ask, let me ask Tenth something about that. Uh, wh what's the practicality in that Tenth in the sense of yeah. the history aspect, you know, like, is it, I mean, most of us try to say we learn from history, but the bad new literally like 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 uh, colossal said we can't even figure out where they came from because to them it's not important anymore just where they are now is what's important i've always been interested in that um when they when i watched some sc live a long time ago mm -hmm. and they were talking about the bonnie i was like man that's crazy like they have no uh kind of anchor point into the into the past so mm -hmm. everything is kind of just rolling with them and in in some respects as uh you know it, it has those kind of um vibes of like being present you know like and, and and being able to like deal with the moment which is as a society is i i it would be cool to see how that how that plays out for banu lore um and since i don't know i'm a banu lore okay but mm -hmm. um but that is i think that's pretty cool but i think that the, the the other, uh, the con to it, and maybe what also could drive some lore, some story, is um, not knowing where you came from. And I think that has a firm basis in how you move forward as a society mm. as well. So um, so I think, you know, business-wise, trade-wise, it makes sense on the pro side. Maybe on the con side, it doesn't allow for... Uh, I think that there was one uh, thing I was reading about, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but... Um, you know, if if you're on the run, or if you're, let's say, um, a Banu had, um, you know, wronged or committed an offense against another Banu, and um, that Banu, or let's just say they uh, that uh, has a debt to another Banu, mm -hmm. if that Banu dies off, or the one who owes the debt dies, the debt's canceled, right? Because that person is no longer mm -hmm. alive, and mm -hmm. no one's keeping record of it, right? Right? You know, mm -hmm. so. You know that kind of has an interesting play on how things span throughout their own society and mm -hmm. the family system and institution government you know that kind of deal so uh it it has a lot of ramifications so i was always intrigued by that little piece of history like that mm -hmm. is going to open up a lot of possibilities for storytelling yeah yeah fast card question the stuff that we're going through right now this history these little pieces i mean they they seem like really great you know we opened up as a quiz like with trivia right but is it going to be trivial when it comes to playing the game? I mean, well, how can CIG make it to that? If I don't know this stuff, I can still enjoy the game. But at the same time, knowing this stuff may help me enjoy the game even more. You know, how do you think that that's going to play out for players? Do you think players are going to take the time to, I'm not saying go back and watch all the lore, ma lore makers again, but are they going to be willing to take the time to start learning a little bit more about this lore when the game comes out? I think it depends on the player. Like, there's some players who will like who go deep dive, like to do the Gion language and, and actually learn the language of the band who like to do the Gion. Compete. And a lot of people went, went and read it and put, put their own dictionaries and translations and wherever there's something new come out on, on a trailer or whatnot, and there's something in Gion written, someone say, oh, that's that so and so and such and such. So I, I think there will be the, the, the people who, who do that. And for how many, I can't tell. I don't know. Um, Probably about the same same number, maybe about the same number who do the Xeon, or maybe um, I think there'll be more people who do actual interested in the band duel than than, than Banu. 
because mm. um, there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of evangelical ships and, um, and they're the main um, antagonists in the game. Mm. But for for Banu, there'll be a few. Yeah, I do find it interesting that it seems like as as in Colossal, we talked about this pre-show that they brought in the Xeno linguist and the fact that they're developing these languages for not just these different races, but these races are tied to different aspects of what you can do in the game. So if you want to do trade, obviously Banu's the language that you might want to focus in on. You know what I mean? Uh, if you're worried about combat and doing some other stuff on the Vandul side, then maybe that'll be the language you focus in on. I'm not, I'm not saying that you can't learn different pieces of all of them, but I'm just saying the languages are also tied into what you're able to do when you interact with these races, which is kind of an interesting piece. Can I say one thing though? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the, the, the um the, the artwork that they have on on the screen right there. I am interested in, in maybe acquiring some some brand new clothes to wear in, in my day to day um stuff to get to immerse myself in, into the culture somewhat. You, want, you gonna have to pick a solely first, buddy. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about that when we get to it. But yeah. You have to pick a solely first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, it, that, and the, let's jump into that because GoMap just mentioned something about the Suli because the question came up if you bumped somebody off. Would you be able to cancel your debt? And let's talk about that, the Suli. In fact, uh, here's some questions we're gonna present to you guys. We talked about the Suli earlier as being, uh, it translates into the word guild, but it's much bigger than a guild. It, it's 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 combination of guild, clan, family. Uh, it, it, it's, um, it's, it's, um, it's, 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 it's- The recognition. Yeah, it, it, it's like your place in their society mm -hmm. and with other like-minded people that do that. So you could have a Suli that is made up of, of mechanics. Uh, you could have a Suli made up of caterers. You could have a Sulu made up of medical people. Um, and these people actually bond at the level of a clan or family. It's not like just a union or a guild. It goes much, much deeper than that. And their, their society is built around that. So when, for example, building the ships, their ships are built by the Banu Suli. There's actually the people who build ships amongst them and that's what they do and that's what they're good at doing. Um, so that's the first thing about what a Suli is. The second thing is, is that in their society, when you're born and you'll like this tenth because you're the economics guy, when you're born in this society, the government buys your baby from you. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> they, they buy your that child and your child is brought in and grows up to be basically trained into a Suli to basically grow up and learn what it is they will end up doing in life. Uh, and, and so basically you get shifted into this Suli of whatever your expertise or whatever your area that you flow into better eventually. That's that's basically what happens with it. And for for, for, the, for the culture, I can understand that because like if, if you give birth to a baby, mm -hmm. you get, you're not gonna remember giving birth to a, a year later, right? Because they don't remember the history. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they don't remember like, like that I type wonder, of history. <laughs> I wonder if it's like, yeah, I think chat was talking a moment ago about how far that goes. I wonder, you know, cause that borders on the like, on the line of like, uh, like almost like amnesia like mm -hmm. like or, or even like willful forgetting mm -hmm. but like um yeah. or what is it about and maybe Kay, you got some insight is like mm -hmm. it, you know where did you draw the line between what we will like remember and then what we will like um like Let go of forget. Mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. you know? it's tough 
Yeah, I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah. I, I don't know if it gets to that point fast. Cart like you know when they have children, do they forget who their child is? Like do they just literally give their child away? And I it, it, I don't think I saw that level of detail in it. I just know uh-huh. that they. Yeah, I'm just making a joke. No, no, no. But it's a good well, question because that's you know there's some obviously there's some memories that have to be there, right? And for them to conduct business, they got to have memory. But like you said, what is that like? Tenth was saying, what are those things they actually disconnect themselves from that they determine well, is no longer important? We're gonna say it's a good. It's a good point. Well, it's a good point, and and just to go back and I'll, I'll elaborate more about this part because, uh, like I said, I'm a I'm a civics teacher, so mm-hmm. obviously I teach about your rights and how government works and the structure of government, mm-hmm. and this reminds me exactly of that. Go back to the previous conversation that you guys were talking about. Um, I contributed to all that in terms of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you asked a question on how people are going to know about the Banu culture. CRG has to put some type of gameplay in that, maybe some type of way where you go around and you start to find some missions mm-hmm. where you start to find out about Learn each particular stuff. race. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of that, in terms of what the, the Banu, um, the, uh, every nation is founded differently on, on, on whatever type of different reasons for whatever different experiences. And for some reason, I'm, I'm inquired to know a little bit more about the Banu, but, but for some reason, the Banu is centered around this solely thing. And they're centered around leaving the past behind and and worried about what works and worried about what's best and what's rare and what's new. And part of that is, I, I believe I remember or heard of where uh, that the kid or whatever family or solely you're born into, that's what you inherit. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that when they sell that kid, they sell that kid. Remember their trade, their main mm-hmm. uh, occupation is trade. So they're selling that kid to the government, getting whatever money they got from it. I'm assuming that the government is going to put them with whatever solely that that family mm-hmm. uh, was. And um, and they actually have a hierarchy too. They have an E solely. Right. And the E solely is like the, uh, I would assume the top, uh, both socially and politically mm-hmm. in that solely class. Mm-hmm. So, and they're the ones that meet with the protectorate, right? Right, right. So, so this whole thing is, is very interesting in terms of how they are, uh, how they adapt themselves with this type of um, tradition, um, especially with their children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, the thing I think is also interesting, and I don't know how you guys, I mean, Fast Card, I know you're interested in trade with them. Um, the aspect about how they because they are solely how can I say this maybe you guys can answer this question for me if a band of merchantmanship lands on my homestead right I'm there and I'm looking forward to these guys bringing their wares but they specialize in things is their ship a bazaar where there's everything on there from clothing to food to uh, you know equipment or is it more focused? And I'm talking about when the band new come, not when you guys come. <laughs> right. When the band new show up, is is or is their ship themed around whatever it is that they feel market wise is trade? You know what I mean? Is, is that's what they're going to trade? In other words, I mean, a band new ship may come in there. I'm saying, in other words, a band new ship may come to my homestead, and I might go in there, and there's nothing I really want. You know what I mean? Or do you no, think I, that they'll I, make I, sure I, that whatever they bring is the type of stuff that we would obviously they wouldn't want to know what, what humans want? I'm just kind of curious. I, yeah. I believe I believe the Banu ship mostly is going to have Banu ship is going to be probably one of the only races, if not the only race, to have alien components. 
yeah. Xi'an, oh, okay. and okay. Brand new tech. Stuff that we'd be interested in getting. Mm-hmm. Correct, because okay. not that not that many ships, you know, all the ships that are out right now, UEE made and all that stuff, except for if it's a Xi'an ship, which is partially UE components, the Banu ships are completely made for Banu. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and of course they have other alien parts of it. So I believe it's the only ship or it's the only race that's gonna sell you alien technology. Okay. And as of right now, from what I understand, mm-hmm. so when they come in, it's 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 going to be you better better have your money ready because it's going to be a lot of good and rare and valuable items on there that you probably haven't seen before that you can only put in a certain specific ship. Okay. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. But I can also see that I can also see in addition to that <laughs> with the uh, with the uh, with the Banu being so focused on trade mm-hmm. that they would carry some kind of stock mm-hmm. of something uh of of maybe more general type deals right of like, spe- like like Kay said like specializing in these rare you know uh items within carrying stuff that a homestead might need right, right. Uh, to, to to maybe a more limited extent than say a, a you know reclaimer that shows up with whatever is in the fuel tank so right. Right, because um, your question is, what are you going to, I mean, your equivalency now is the band new ship versus the whole sea. And yeah, you're going to say, if get, the whole sea comes in, mm-hmm. uh, what does the whole sea have that a band new, but why should I go to a, a band new if I'm going to a whole sea? And that's why I think the, the whole the band new is going to be particularly different because the band mm-hmm. is going to have a little bit more, uh, it's going to have the same items as a whole sea, right. but a lot, a, uh, a lot more rare and unique more items. So if a band new ship ever comes in sale, that's like a, okay, the big boys are in town, we need to go to it. Right. And, and again, chat, just so you make sure, I don't want to make sure I'm cl- making this too cloudy. I'm really referring to when band new show up, not just the band new ship, but like Colossal was saying, what are Banu bringing to the game? I, I, you know, if there's other humans flying a Banu ship, they can bring whatever they want. But I'm just kind of curious. And the reason why I'm also throwing this out, Fast Cart and 10th, because you guys haven't had a chance to go into the PTU, but they added something interesting this year. Colossal and I were talking about this. Now when you're at the space stations, there's an announcement that goes out that tells you when the fleet is arriving with monitors, with times. So it'll say it's going to be at port whatever Tressler, and then there's a countdown like for 30 minutes right that says you know in 30 like a, minutes a, a somewhere to right exactly now the reason why i'm saying that is because i'm curious as to whether or not in colossal maybe you got some thoughts on this because you've seen it whether this will be kind of a way they also deal with when an npc banu ship comes in to a homestead or a base oh. how do we get notified how do we know you know what i mean you know uh, you, we were talking about. Remember, we were talking about in Star Wars Galaxies when Vader used to land. You know, you'd get that announcement, and everybody would go. I'm just kind of curious whether they'll build something in game that when an NPC Banu ship is arriving, you know, to go get your wallet and your credit card. You know what I mean? Because they're going to go uh-huh. land out at the homestead and get your stuff loaded. You think that's a possibility? They'll do something like that. NPCs now. I think that uh, NPCs, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that I think this is where Spectrum comes important. Mm-hmm. I think this is where Spectrum can also play in the game. They said they're going to do whatever it takes to make sure Spectrum is in, is mm-hmm. implemented in game. Mm-hmm. So if, if if they're going to go ahead and put Spectrum in and tie it in like that, you could get those notices on your phone, your cell phone, because you can you know Spectrum is really easy to use on your cell phone. You can get those notices in game. Yeah. Um, you can get those notices. Uh, you you might see a calendar that might come up. They're they having they have they have working monitors mm-hmm. now where that does exactly what Griff said lets you know what's going on. we had it doing the Xeno threat and we have it now with um 
with the uh, Intergalactic uh, Aerospace Show. Um, you saw clips that he had several years, uh, about three years ago, two, three years ago, mm-hmm. about Port Olisar being attacked and it said red alert and the king right. ship just popped up. Right, right. So, um, I mean, I really do think that they ha- have a lot of room to stretch, mm-hmm. a lot of room to do, um, to, to have when it comes to that type of communication. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did it. I would be happy if they did it. Mm-hmm. It's- it's going to suck that I have to set my alarm clock on my phone 5 a.m. trying to make that, that banning shit <laughs> to trade. No, no, like you know that. what's going to suck, Fast Car, is when you log into the game and Colossal tells you, dude, you should have got here 10 minutes ago. The band new just left. That's what's going to be frustrating. <laughs> no, Colossal, better, Colossal better tell me on DM. Like, <laughs> I, will, I will, I will, I got you, buddy. I got you. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, well, let's, let's do some quick fun facts. I, you know, one of the things we didn't get to show these guys a second ago was the Banu language. And, and for those of you who know, you can go, you can Google this stuff, but there is a Banu language, as we mentioned earlier, and there's the spellings. I think we saw at the 2019 uh, uh, CitizenCon, there's a gentleman who is a part of our community who now will, he had a table where he would write things out for you in Banu. He'd make plaques or whatever it was, but uh, cool. a lot of people have done a lot of homework in breaking down this stuff. So you can go on Google and find that if you want to have it to start learning how to make your secret messages to each other in Banu <laughs> right now and get your practice in. Yeah, it, 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 it's it's out there, okay? Um, let's cover something else here in relation to uh, the Banu that uh, is some fun stuff. Uh, Ten, did you know? Did you know, Ten, that if you eat with the Banu, they eat with their hands. You can't you know? use utensils. No yeah, utensils. I, I can dig it. Well, now, now it. wait a minute. You being an origin luxury man, is that going to hey, be listen, a big step for you? you is it, let me tell you something. That's I see myself if I have Banu friends or I'm in Banu spray, space. Uh-huh. Um, I like to I like to think that people who own origin ships are very cultured. Okay, right. And so. Right. so when I when I go from say an origin system or not you know, not an origin system but a, uh, a you know you're at Terra or uh-huh. wherever we're at right. uh, to a Banu system like I uh, endear myself to the culture so I, I have no problem. Well, wait a minute. What no about what about if we were to do this? What if we went there and taught them how to use utensils? Maybe that would be the better thing to hey, do. That could be the start of colonialism in space. I think we should. I should. Uh, I think we should consider that. Uh, those, I, those, listen, all of the people out there flying drakes and all the other stuff, eating with the hands is no problem. I get it. But I just want to make sure that it's not a problem for us origin yeah. guys. Okay. Is it me or do you just hear 10 say some of my best friends are banner? That, that's yeah. what I heard just now. Well, you know, he's, a, he's an economics guy. He's, he's already said that. He's already said that, right? I'm just, you know, I'm just, I just thought I'd put it out there and ask the question. Thought I'd ask. What were you going to say, Colossal? I'm just shocked. I would love to see these origin lovers sit down with a couple of band news and talk about, oh, could you pass the oh. pod over there? You know, I think like that. Oh, God. <laughs> and just eat with your... Go ahead, go ahead. Practice it now, Ted. Go yeah. ahead, take these little fingers right here, buddy. Go ahead. It's an, what, do they, what do they say? It's an experience. Yes. That's an experience. Yes. All, all, I, yes. all I'm going to do, I'm just going to bring, bring a bucket of chicken and be, be chomping. We had a great old time with my bandy friend and everyone else here. I think they're more cult. I think they're more cultured than they let on to tent, but we'll find out later on. Okay, um, let's see. Uh, fast card. I'll go to you on this one. Did you know that they love what game? What game is it they love? 
I know you already know this. Seda Ball. Seda Ball. Does anybody in chat remember Seda Ball? I don't know if anybody in chat. We did a video on it not too long we ago. Said, we saw some videos on it. On that, didn't we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. We did. Do any of you guys um, remember Seda Ball? Does anybody in chat remember Seda Ball? The the uh, ant, the low no gravity ball stuff that they did. Yeah, Seda. Yeah, not Seda and Ball. This is one yeah, thing I do remember. This is one of the things I do remember because this is on the um, the, the lawmaker's guide to the, mm -hmm. to, to, to the galaxy. They talk about uh, this specifically and the, the, and the Sulu and everything. So I mm -hmm. remember this part. Yep. And one of the things they say about the uh, Banu is that they love winning. They love winning. I was sharing with uh, the guys earlier that uh, Paul Shelley uh, gave an example of saying that uh, if they're watching a game, let's say a football game or a basketball game, and or let's say, let's just say Seda Ball. They love Seda Ball, right? Uh, if they're watching a Seda Ball game and their team starts losing, they are prone to literally get up and go sit on the other side with the other team as they begin to win. That's how much they want to win. So they love winning. And uh, Colossus... Can, can, can you imagine introducing soccer or, or, or European football to, 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 to the band? They, they'd be in the hallways going like... back and forth all the time. They'd be having a hard time with that, right? <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't. They couldn't be in Europe like that. Maybe in the states. Yeah, when, really. when you, you start a fight. Yeah, you start a fight. You start crossing over back and forth like that in Europe. You don't play over there. You do not play with no with no football, boy. Um, Colossal. What about yes, this sir. one? They're big on gambling. Are you gonna uh, host the casino for these guys? That that's is that a way to negotiate with them? They love gambling. Well, if they came to the state of Florida, they'd be gambling all day long. It's no hot rock cafe, but you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're big on gambling. I hope to have at least a ship that maybe a merchantman that's modular that, oh. may have, that may be able to modulate the negotiation room to a gambling room. You know, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be so big. It's you're gonna have all that on one ship. So you're gonna need to be modular. Come on down, Tim. <laughs> you know, I. You know what I was thinking when Kay was saying that I was like, huh, I wonder what kind of how they approach actual trading, you know, if they mm. would play. I mean, we know we've, we've talked extensively about the trade piece, but, you know, with the with the intergalactic trading system mm. or, or stocks or some kind of other financial vehicles that the game introduces, I wonder how they might play that versus some more institutional investors or uh family offices i guess um uh that might be created mm -hmm. that aren't bonu uh and how they might interact with the markets that way mm -hmm. you know kind of in the in the cyberspace so i don't know we'll see we'll see but interesting kind of <laughs> thing that got brought up or maybe grim hex can open up another room right next to the uh the room where the space events i mean the, the, race. the space race are mm -hmm. maybe can open up another gam a room right next to it the gambling hall or something like well, that. well you know like, they've got nothing but those machines in there. no there's nothing but machines in there they've got those freaking uh, oh, okay. uh video game machines all through that joint yeah, on the bottom yeah. floor, but imagine you got yourself a whole oh, like, another section like, for like, that, mm -hmm. like like Nar Shaddai on Star Wars. Oh the my Overbrook. god, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. All right, well, those are the little fun facts about them. Let's get into some of the more serious facts about these guys. Um, one slavery. <laughs> <laughs> slavery exists within the bad new system of life, um, but with their slavery. They have to give the slave an opportunity to buy their own freedom, that they can actually buy themselves out. So check this out, 10th. 
there you go. No, 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 no. It's not going to happen to an origin guy. Check this out, Colossal. So this is what's going to happen, right? <laughs> if you're traveling through their system, you have to be careful because not all Banu may want to get you for trade. They literally may want to capture you for slavery. And, uh, but they have to give you the, a way of paying, you know, if you want to not get be made a slave, you, you have to be able to pay them off. Uh, is that something that you've given some thought to? Togara, thank you for the follow. We appreciate that. First hey, follower Togara. tonight. Thank you. Uh, I, I mean, no. I, I mean, is that something in all seriousness, are players going to have to be conscious of that type of gameplay in the sense of don't assume that just because a band was rolling up on you that they're there for good intention? Well, yes, because first of all, slavery is illegal in the UEE. Mm -hmm. So they're going to have to definitely be conscious of that if they're trying to go ahead. And, and I mean, I, we heard several people uh, say things about, you know, trying to go ahead and employ that type of labor. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, I mean, for some reason, they see it as uh, a source of wealth. Mm -hmm. And um, and like I said, the banner don't labor. do anything wrong with anything as long as it as it as it benefits them financially. Mm -hmm. They don't see wrong with anything. I'm encouraged to see how else they would take it. W would they agree with Hurston's and nuke an entire planet? I mean, so um, yeah, I, I I I don't. The players are going to have to be cautious with this type of gameplay because once again, we don't know. Uh, we know that banners have seven, at least seven known planets. Mm -hmm. And outside of those planets, into UEE space, it's not allowed. So you, you definitely might have to be cautious about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I gotta say is that they they better not try to rename me. I'm gonna be Kuta Kente all the, the whole time. <laughs> oh, I, I, no. I'm with them. <laughs> Just don't try to put your name Toby, buddy. We got to put that in Bandu. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me ask a question now. Because this does get kind of hairy, right? I'm looking at Jaja. Ja. says, hey, I don't dig slavery on any economy that's probably no slavery, right? So, so let me ask this question. What will slavery uh, look like? And I'm saying that in a, in a clear sense of that, you know, we have to be very careful because obviously for some of us, we're thinking of the American versions of slavery, right? But what does slavery look like in the sense of it? Is it indentured servitude? Is it um, oh, yeah. you're basically going into like do their like build their roads and build their buildings? You know what will slavery quote unquote look like? It, will that be something that players have to worry about, or is it just going to be like an NPC kind of thing that just exists in the game? Exists in the game. It's going to look like twelve years indentured servant. Indentured servitude for twelve years. Or something else. Like they, they, you're gonna have to make work out a contract, and you'll and uh, at, at the end of the contract, you'll be you'll get released free or whatever, or, or, something or whatever, like that. Or whatever. Mm. Yeah, they'll let you they'll let you go. Mm. Interesting. That's my idea. I don't know for for sure. Interesting. I I think it's gonna be a big point of contention. Like if 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 Banu, like Kay was saying earlier, you know, if it, if this if it's outlawed in the UEE, and something like this happens like i think dk mentioned uh, being a prisoner of war or some kind of indentured servitude mm -hmm. that has to be a shaky balance between whatever the banu government that's you know perpetrating that mm -hmm. and where the uee is so uh i don't know i think that's kind of like one of those sticking points I mean, maybe. Uh, 
I, I mean, imagine like someone is, is actually carrying a man is actually carrying a slave, and they, and they get caught. They say he's not my slave; he's my indentured servant. It's illegal. Well, I mean, you if know? you know, but if you know the lore of them, you'll understand when they say slavery, and that's why I'm saying, how will they paint slavery? You know, that's what I said. I, I, I want to make sure because again, the term can be you know used in a whole lot of ways, and I'm saying, how do you make that so that it's gameplay? not something that offends people, you know, uh, is it more of an indentured servitude? Is, is it the fact that I get captured? And if, if I get captured, just like prison, right? Let's, let's use the prison system right now, right? Uh, you do something illegal, you go to prison, you gotta go down and beat rocks or, you know, get gems to get out, right? And I'm saying, well, they create some form of gameplay that makes you, your slavery, right? You're, in, you're enslaved for a period of time, unless you have the dough to pay for it, or somebody can transfer you credits. I don't even know if credits will be what you have to do to get out. I mean, we, I, I don't know if that's going to be, if UEC will work when you're trying to pay off a, a, a band new. What are you going to say, Colossal? So there are games that already have this, right? Right. Like Age of Conan yep. has it. Um, and there are other games that have it. Uh, I mean, Aimless had a, made a very good point about, you know, the band who don't believe it as slavery. They just believe it as some type of indentured labor. Right. Uh, but once again, that's going to be based off of each uh, uh, group of people and how they characterize it. Mm -hmm. The band doesn't characterize it as slavery. Other cultures do. It's part of the reason why UEE bans it. The other thing that I'm I'm interested in, Griff, and I probably didn't answer your question. What I'm interested in is how does this help? How does it play into your reputation? Mm. Because if you're going to go ahead, if they if they are going to go ahead and implement something like this and recharacterize it for the UEE as if they characterize it for the Banu, uh, will you have any type of um, uh, reputation hit? For example, if you capture a bounty mm -hmm. and you do, instead of delivering it to the UEE, you deliver it to the Banu for servitude. Mm. Yeah. Well, so if, well, if you, if you, I would assume you would. I would, you yeah. Know, things like that. Yeah, I so, would assume you would. There you go, CIG. There you go. It's a, it's a little <laughs> idea from Colossal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know. well, you, you were asking about uh, gameplay. Like, one of my thoughts is, like, as a new player, you come in, you come into a game, or a Star Citizen, and you discover the law and you find out there's slavery in game. You, 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 you don't read the rest of it and see it's, it's more like a digital service. But you see the word slavery. It, that, That'll probably turn, turn, turn people off. So I remember Eve Online when I first started. I was turned off immediately by the Amar because they 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 wanted races in Eve Online who has slavery. So I went I like I skipped Amar immediately. I didn't have anything want anything to do with it. So I see, I see a, lot, a lot of new players um, coming coming to start something. If they, if, they had, if they had that definition of slavery in their head, yeah. Easily, you can see right. some people could be turned off. Okay, it's, it was a point to just to talk about because it's, it's part of the game here. At least they're considering it. Uh, next point of fact, no extradition. So 10th, you can be a criminal. Yeah. You can leave the UEE, right? That uh, that uh, prohibited uh, party you have on the 890. You could uh, actually go to the Banu system. And, uh, okay. th and if they say, hey, uh, Mr. Banu, we need you to send that uh, tenth guy back over here to go to trial. They'll be like, uh, we don't know what you're talking about. So uh, see, the the thing that strikes me about this mm -hmm. um, is if there's no extradition, what is the benefit to how what what kind of impact it, does that? Let me say it like this: 
if the Banu are focused on building wealth through trade, right, means that, or it could be safely assumed that this race is hugely into negotiation. Mm-hmm. Um, you would what think that they would. Could we use what? Yeah, what kind of possibilities are there for the Banu not extraditing uh, a fugitive or yeah. something? I, I guess it's a it's a question for me, but. Um, <laughs> You see what Colossus do? Money, money. See, that's what, that's yeah. the first deal, right? I mean, me, you you pay me, wink, wink, and I'm gonna look the other way. I don't need yeah. an extra. Guy. Yeah, that's it. But, so, yeah. so is it? You know, he, so is it no extradition? Yeah, this is what they say. This is what they say. This is the money part. Right. Right. No, no, I was gonna say that's what they basically implied. They said it like, let's say you're a criminal. You're kind of going there just like how, like, again, I have to reference Paul Shelley. Because, by the way, guys, check out Fast Car if you can put it in. Paul Shelley does a great 30-minute video on this, and you guys have got to check it out. So please check out the Astropub, Paul Shelley's piece on Banu lore. But he, he basically says it's it's almost like what we used to be equivalent of back in the day when you would cross the border and go into Mexico. So that once you cross the border, you know, you didn't have to worry about anything. It's kind of the same thing. But with the Banu, what they say is that when you become a criminal, if you're a criminal, as long as you come there and do something positive... Like be the best criminal or whatever it is, you're welcome, brother. Because they're they're good people and they're and they're bad people mix in their societies. They don't have Correct. the separate distinct areas. Of, they they literally intermingle as long as you're good. And so I think that your reason for going there is I'm good at what I do. You know whatever yep. that thing is, and they'll yep. honor you because of that, which is really weird. But that, if you were get if it. you were if you were good enough to kill somebody, you're you're not good enough if you get caught. Yep. You know, so that's how it is. It's all about money. Today, are ex- they are the ultimate ex- exploiters. Yeah. Yeah. To me. Yeah. And that's part of the reason why I like them so much because they are almost like a lawless society. They got no rules. They just got guidelines. That's all they have. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is, that's the, the sis talking at this point. All right. Let's uh, let's. Chaos. We we kind of bled a little bit into this last fact. Contribution to society gains you favor. Okay. So if you guys contribute to their society in some form, whatever that form may be, uh, whatever you're bringing in that helps, that's better. Uh, you actually move up in their their view of you. Um, so if you're a trader, and and fast carton, this obviously this would benefit both he and uh, Colossal. If they are bringing things from the UEE side to Banu, uh, in their Banu ship, and they're bringing unique items, new items, rare items, uh, then they, that's that's you know bullet, what do you call it? Uh, stars for them. Uh, their rating, reputation their reputation it. goes up. Yeah, and so that and and that's with everything though in their society. So that you have to keep that in mind. If you can contribute to things that make them better, maybe you're bringing uh, communications information, uh, whatever, whatever it is, data, uh, whatever it is you can bring that contributes to make them better, you gain favor with the Banu. Okay. The last thing I want to mention is this: uh, when visiting any Banu population center, from the smallest enclaves to thriving cities you'll notice one thing they always build around and and, uh, since you'll appreciate this, they always build around their marketplace. The marketplace is city center for them always. And so everything again, this all goes back to this whole piece of them uh, with economy, trade, uh, everything is centered around that for for the Banu folks. And uh, it's it's something to kind of keep in mind for those of you who want to go into the Banu areas of the game, okay? All right, let's, we're running a little bit behind here. 
we're going to move from talking about the Banu and their history and their culture and all that, because a lot of other stuff, we didn't talk about religion. We didn't get into really into the deep parts of their government or anything else. But what we will go into now is talking about what we're, a lot of us are familiar with, and that's their ships. Uh, so Colossal, I think it's on you. Let's cut. Oh, you know what? Before you talk about it, um, why don't you read that? And then I'm, I'll, I'll show a video, then we'll talk about it. How's that? Go ahead and read that part and I'll do it. We're talking about the first ship um, is the Banu Defender, and it is a multicultural fighter whose patchwork design highlights techno technology from a variety of species, featuring modest accommodations for its crew and easy access to components. The Defender gets its name from the role from a role it serves. Uh, the first line of defense against enemy attacks. That's why the Defender makes the ideal companion to the merchantman. One to do the heavy hauling and the other to perform the deadly dogfighting. Okay, cool. All right, I'm gonna show you guys a video. Guys, this, <coughs> I, I stumbled across this video this afternoon. Usually at most of the videos I've seen them before. I'd never seen this one before. I don't know if you guys have seen it before, but it's called Show So Shiny, So Shiny. So uh, check this out. Yeah. Tell me if you like it. <laughs> Has anyone seen their early attempts at an advert? Jimmy? Okay, did the video just stop for you guys too? Do we have a clip? Oh, there we go. Hold on. Both the ship and its related marketing efforts have come a long way in just a few years. I'd rather be shiny like a treasure from a sunken pirate wreck. Scrub the deck and make it look shiny. I will sparkle like a wealthy woman's neck. Just to say, notice the door on the ship is singing. kids and this haunts me when i watch it <laughs> my bad everyone i put the wrong link in, link in discord i'll put the correct link in, in just now there there you go go man hey that, that that's some, that that brought us back uh, all right so that was just to have some fun but i thought it was kind of cool that a person would make a video out of that uh let's look at the more serious commercial that the cig put out uh for the defender that's the first link I put in. This is the good one. <laughs> <laughs> you sure this is the right place? Is that the same woman from the other video? All right. She's it's not, because the other one had brown hair and darker skin. But it sounds like the same voice, doesn't it? I don't know.
think that's her? I don't know. I don't think so. Mm -mm. I mean, it would it would tie the two in nicely, though. Plus, that walk is nowhere near it. You can't judge on the wall <laughs> in this game. <laughs> there on the uh defender uh colossal <clears throat> you had a certain feeling about this ship when we started the show why don't you let everybody know your thoughts about that new defender well the only feeling i had about it I, I wasn't concerned about the crabby look the only the only concern that i had about it was i was like okay um where's where's the banu merchantman Where's the Banu Merchant? So <laughs> <laughs> that was the feeling. The feeling was, okay, we got to defend it. Now, how long is it going to take that merchant? Come on, Frankfurt. Let's go ahead and get that job done. <laughs> so, okay. I say one thing, though. Yeah, go ahead, Fast Kirk. That was the other thing. Yes, sir. Okay. I would rather them finish the, finish the defender first and, and do the, the merchant later so they can make the merchant that much better. I'm I'm fine I'm waiting on the merchant long as they, you know, take the time to get the, all the look, all the uh you know flaws and mistakes that they, they're gonna make on the defender and don't make them on the yeah okay. that, that's just me Tim, have you seen the the defender like had a chance to get on it and look at it yeah yeah what did you think I, of, what did I, you think I, of the design model i mean do you think cig hit it on the head with actually creating something that feels alien you know unique in design so i i think that um yeah i think the biggest piece of the experience of the ship is what we're looking at right now actually mm -hmm. um with the uh with the quantum drive and the the green around it i think it, it fits um i don't know what that's a product of whether that's like a, the special drive in there mm -hmm. that does that mm -hmm. but when you definitely get on definitely when you do get on the ship um you do have this weird you know as you it, it's uh not a weird but um yeah a different experience when you step onto the ship and mm -hmm. then how they have the two um uh i guess the the pilot and co-pilot mm -hmm. areas are kind of split like that and kind of mm -hmm. go around it's unique so uh yeah i definitely felt that way getting into it so i think they did a really good job designing mm -hmm. that ship um to be more alien as opposed to the rest of the lineup yeah yeah I, it, i'm i'm really interested in 10th you make a very good point here if you look at that picture that just that just left 
and even look at the top or the back of the ship. Um, with this type of the ship right now, even if you play it, I played it yesterday. Uh, I just, at least I flew it yesterday, and she looks. Uh, as far as uh, attention to detail, they've really enhanced her mm -hmm. um, recently. The steps, the coloration is a lot more, uh, I would say it's a lot golder, mm -hmm. a lot more grand. And I was paying attention to the lore. I'm, I'm interested, just like I said, I'm interested in the crack. Look at that, especially the back part. That, especially the engines. Mm -hmm. Look at what you see right there and then look at all the concepts of the merchantmen. Mm -hmm. And they're they're using this as a as an intro for the merchantmen. So I'm interested to see not only just the detail. We know the ship has alien tech, tech in it, along with Xion and Banu, but I'm also interested with way how they managed to give us a different perspective of another alien culture. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing that they, they keep talking about with the merchantmen that I'm hearing is the craftsmanship, the craftsmanship, the craftsmanship. Mm -hmm. So I'm interested to see the interior. I'm interested to see the alien type halls, the, how the doors open, like you see with the Banu Defender. Uh, I mean, this is a, if if this is going to tell us what the merchantman could look like, this is a good starting point yeah. uh, of what we're going to see. Agreed. Yeah, I I didn't. I, I've stayed away from alien purchases on ships or backings. I I don't own any alien ships, but I will say this. When I got a chance to fly this and not just fly it, but walk around and look at the, like you said, Colossal, the level of detail in it, the, um, the scroll work that they did on those wings are, is amazing. The art, the artistry that they've put into that ship <clears throat> for some people, they run past that stuff and never pay attention to it. But I mean, I, if you can walk underneath that ship all through it, <clears throat> look at how the cabling is done. Totally different than the human ships that are, that are made in the game. Um, even the way the, the, uh, the wings unfold and move has an alien feel to it. I think somebody, Remar, somebody said in chat that it's the crab, you know, it's one of the first things everybody identified it as, but it does have a very unique look. Um, for those who are into combat, there were plenty of people for a while. I remember this ship was a bit on the OP side. They talked about how powerful the, uh, tachyons were on this ship. This ship is supposed to be a mid range fighter. Even though it's small, it has a much greater distance. Two twenty, dog. What's two twenty? The price. Two hundred twenty dollars. Oh no, 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 no. That's not. That's not my comparison. I'm not talking about money. Okay. I'm talking about the fact that it's a small fighter, the equivalent of a Vanguard or something. Not a Vanguard. A um, a Gladius or whatever smaller ship, but it has the range of a much larger ship. The Tachyon is oh. on it, and so that's one of the reasons why the ship is a little bit more deadlier. Um. There's still some, and I think you guys, maybe one of you guys can talk about the rumor of how these defenders in some way or other um, have some type of synchronicity with the Banu Merchantman. I still don't know what that is. Like, I've heard it before. I don't think, last time I heard, that's all, that's all they said. I don't, I don't think they're, in, they're, they're in, any more specific about that. Mm -hmm. They're just because, that, that's going to be something that synchronized the two, but they weren't, they haven't given any more detail. As far as I have heard right. about, about that. It would be great. Because they've mentioned in the lore how this is the defender for the that new merchantman it would be great if that let's say for example colossal what about if you know scans all those type of things are transmitted to the smaller ships from the bigger ship that would be kind of cool to me uh in other words more enhanced more powerful the other thing too and and before we get i won't even get to the merchantman I, I, let's stop with the defender and then we'll get to the merchantman next you guys got anything else you think about this fast card what about you with the defender you you pretty cool with it 
Um, I'm cool with it. I'm, I, I have one because it was, um, I, I basically won it and I, and I haven't, um, had a chance to do, do anything with it, but you know, it, it's cool. I, I like it, but mm -hmm. I probably won't keep it in the long term. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And do any of you, does anyone know whether in chat or with the panel, you guys know what the whole synchronicity is between the two pilots? Cause I know one's supposed to be flying is the second one handling secondary things like weapons or i know you can associate other things but there was there was supposed to be a dual roles of those two pilots for this ship because technically you're supposed to maximize the ship when there are two people flying it does anybody remember what the big deal was with that because i've kind of forgotten nah yeah i cannot remember at all and shields and missiles aim says shields and missiles okay so that was with the second person because i know the first the person on the left main focus is flight uh and i do remember they they did read if some of you remember they redesigned the ship because if you remember originally the angles for the co the cockpits were kind of funky to the arms on the ship they went in and did some weird stuff to it to change it around their arms were slightly up mm -hmm. and they, they knocked off the angle uh, uh, knocked off the yeah yeah mm-hmm so they've, I think they've tweaked it and got it in a better place now. Okay. Yep. All right. Let's, uh, let's jump down to the next one. Fast cart. Why don't you hit that one for us real quick? Uh, the good old Banu Merchantman. All right. Ship Merchantman. Banu traders are renowned for the merchant, merchant, merchant prowess. I'm going to restart that one. Banu traders are renowned for their merchant prowess, traveling the space lanes and trading with everyone from the human to the vandal. Their sturdy, dedicated trading ships are pride beyond all other transport, sometimes passing from generation to generation of Banu. The Banu Merchant is a trading ship capable of landing or docking and then inviting locals to, in, to view what its what its cargo hold has to offer. The ship design, the perfect, perfected by generations of Banu development, is intended to offer a combination of high speed and durability. While the Merchant is less configurable than a Caterpillar or a Starfarer, there's still plenty of room to take the ship in different directions. Okay, so I'm going to go back to an original question that you and Colossal or Colossal presented to you, Fastcart. When you bought the ship, were you thinking about the alien aspects of it or were you thinking about the trading aspects of it? First? Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I was only thinking of the, the trading. Um, other than the Nox, this is my only alien ship and the, the, the Defender, but it's just the only alien ship that I bought with Paz other than the, the, the Nox. So I'm not really interested in, in alien aspect. I'm more interested in, in, in the practicality and what, what, what I can use it for. Okay, okay. Plaza, what about you? Alien um, aspects intrigued you or the trading aspects uh, intrigued you about the ship? Both, because like I said, the, the Vanu was the first um, race that I started reading when I started um, um, uh, looking into this game. And then of course, obviously, because of the fact that it was a trading ship, when I heard that it was a trading ship, I had this ship on my mind for a, a long time. And I wish I would have purchased it when it was at 200 or 250. Mm -hmm. But I got on it when it was around 320 or something like that. 350. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, like, like I said, I, I like, yeah, four four fifty now. But when the when the privateer when the privateer came out, I was like, oh, let me let me investigate this. Stuff. I may be interested in it. Then I turn, then I thought about with two thousand dollars. I'm like, okay, I'll just stick with, stick with my with my merchantman. So I'm good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, For me, I didn't have a merchantman, and so the privateer was my route at the time. So mm. 
uh, I, you know, I have a lot of friends who say merchantmen, merchantmen, you know, and mm. as I, you know, I, I think if I had, I, I don't have any alien ships right now. Um, so if I think if I had to wade into the water, this would, this would be it. The merchantmen pretty mm. interested in it, but I kind of kicked myself that you guys, you got in at 200, 220, you know, like that's like, oof, like when they bumped this up to 500. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, I'm surprised it's at 450. I, I would think yeah. it was gonna, gonna stay at 350. I was really expecting that. I, I was not expecting to go to, go to 450. But I, just before the show, I was looking at the um, the spec sheet for, for this ship. I thought it used to be 100 for the um, $100. I'm sorry, 100 meters for the uh, initial concept. Then it went to 120 uh, in 2016 for the concept that I, I have um, behind it. I just looked on the, like today and it said 160 meters long. I'm like, wow. Yeah. That's, yeah, uh, that's that was what I was mentioning to you earlier when we were talking about, and we, we, we mentioned this before the show, gang. We talked about the fact that you're seeing a lot of different images of the ship. They're, they're somewhat similar, but they're also very, some of them are very different. Um, the ship that you see with the, uh, not the one that's up now, because this was a later drawing. Um, some stuff is stuff that, you know, people have assumed would be in the ship. But we really don't know what the Banu is going to really, really look like, because all we had was a concept of it. And mm -hmm. CIG has kind of offered some enhanced or updated concepts. But they're hearing hum and, and, and Twitch hey, chat. Okay, are you yeah. guys hearing it? Yes. You sound off. You don't sound as clear. Are you hearing the hum that you heard earlier? Not, yeah. not, not the moment, but Twitch chat. <laughs> okay, I don't know which Twitch is hearing because they'd be hearing whatever you guys are hearing. So, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I hear hum too. They say. Okay, they say they hear hum. How about now, guys? There you go. Now you normal. Okay, so it was the same thing. Okay. Um. So what I was saying was is that the uh, thanks guys. What I was saying is is that w mostly what we have is concept stuff. Um, and so this picture here that you see on screen right now was one of the original ones that we saw very alien looking, but we didn't know how the heck that thing landed. Uh, the next shot you see here, <laughs> we actually see it on the ground. This kind of gave us a better feel, but I think that was fan art. I think that one is, um, and then some of the other ones CIG did put out. Um, let me ask you a question because pretend I was going to go to you because you said that you did buy a privateer or you thought about buying a privateer. I have a privateer in the fleet. Oh, you have a privateer. Yep. So here's the question. And I'll, actually, I put this out to all three of you guys. When this ship first came out, it was 250. And if, mm -hmm. you, and if you look at the specs on it, and Fastcart, you were just talking about the specs. Well, first of all, we, we already know these specs aren't right. There's something about the specs that we haven't, we know that they're updating, that they're going to have to change. Um, but if you look at the cargo size on this ship, they're gonna change. It's three thousand five hundred and eighty-four. Mm -hmm. That that's been there since, since twenty fourteen. I know. I, I know. I know. I know. Now the next question is this: How big is the privateer? How big is the privateer? I look it up. How big is the privateer? Is my next question. And All right, the privateer is 270 long. No, 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 not size, cargo. Cargo, cargo. cargo right. Uh, da, da, da. 768. 
How much? 768. 768. Yeah, that's because right. she's got those modular units that you switched out to. Right? Okay. So the Banu Merchantman cost 250. The Privateer was 1700. <laughs> don't tell it. Griff, don't hurt me, man. <laughs> so my question is is CIG going to have to do major changes? To, oh, make, yes, because... to make the people who spent four digits feel justified over those people who spent three digits. Yes, because this, first of all, I, I, I'm going to drop her down from the Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And put her with the whole C. The whole C has 4,608 units of SCU mm -hmm. at 125 meters. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have to do something. And it's part of the reason why we haven't seen the concepts, uh, at least from CIG, the official concepts, because we've seen or have heard that they are they they have been making it a lot bigger in scale. Mm -hmm. um, there's been talks that will the brand new uh, defender be able to dock on the ship? I right, mean, there, right. there are things like that. Right. So so th th that would require them to make it a lot bigger. Mm -hmm. And so that what is the price of the of a whole sea? If the price of a whole C is a whole over C. 500. No, wait, 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 wait. A whole C was 250 when it came out. Well, right, right. There was, the that, that, that and a band mm -hmm. were 250. Okay. No, so the whole C were 200 when it came out. Was it, it 200? Was it 200? 200 when it came out. Okay. okay. So the whole C is where now? Is it 500 now? I don't know. I don't know. I got mine early. I got mine early. I know, I know we're going to different paths, but uh, I mean, if wow. I, but I mean, no, I but you get my point. You get what I'm saying. I'm saying, I, obviously, I there's got to be some adjustments to balance this out because yeah. one of the things that they did say when, when they talked about the privateer and they started talking about the stores that were in it, the difference is that the privateer has, what, the eight stores or nine stores, something like that, and then you have two black market stores that are hidden where the, where the Banu Merchantman is designed with stores, more like a bazaar with an open area. If you look at the design drawings on it, it's got a big open area in it. It's got a negotiating room and some other areas on the ship. And so I've heard people, this is what I hear people say about the Banu Merchantman. Everybody's, oh, I'm going to load up my Banu Merchantman and I'm going to do blah, 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 blah. And I think that people are not distinguishing trading and transport. Okay. And... Uh -huh. The, the, the Banu Merchantment, and correct me if I'm wrong, the Banu Merchantment is a float, it is a like a moving bazaar where you land somewhere, people come to you on a planet or a moon, and they buy your wares from your stores, NPC-ran stores. Go ahead, Colossal, what's your, what's your thought? That's the speculation, that it's a moving bazaar. Okay, versus... Okay. The other part of it is that it also can be, the other speculation is that it is a blockade runner. Whoa, 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 no, no, that's a whole other side. We'll get to that. No, we'll get to that. We'll get to we'll, No, 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 no. There's been vacillation between blockade runner slash Corvette, whatever you want to call it. Okay. But the lore of the ship, you're absolutely right. It is still their, it is their capital battleship for the right. brand new. Right. And, and it's supposed to be, this is, this is the other trade-off. Because like I said, you buy Drake, you down a Drake. Mm -hmm. it, 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 the other trade-off is... <laughs> <laughs> Drake don't have any types of escape pods. The other trade-off <laughs> is that this ship You're is killing very... <laughs> You're killing Ted. <laughs> this ship is very maneuverable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's very maneuverable. True. 
So you can get in and out of danger like that in a Vandal Merchantman. True. So be careful about that because I, I know we're comparing it to a Kraken, but a Kraken, if a Kraken gets hit by 20 or 30, 40 different ships, good luck on turning that ship. Yeah. You know, versus a, a Vandal Merchantman. <laughs> if you think that the Star, uh, the Star Lifter, right, that we have right now is maneuverable, just wait till we get that Merchantman. So, okay, so then let me ask this then. Is the Banu Merchantman, and maybe I'm only going by what we've seen in concept drawings. Only one going concept drawing. Anytime we see people going to shop on it, it's when it's landed. There's not one shot of anybody approaching that ship, landing on that ship, going in to do trade. So is the Banu Merchantman only good for taking stuff to places and landing and selling where the privateer can be in space? Space, I see it. Or land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we don't know. Okay. We don't know. At least we have pictures of a privateer. We have a concept. Heck, we even got, I'm sorry, we got pictures of a Kraken. We even saw a model. Haven't right. seen that. Haven't seen that with a band of merchants. So these are, these are, these are, we're, we're crafting here, right? So mm -hmm. we don't know. Okay. Chat, if you guys know anything about it, feel free. Cause like I said, there's a lot of lore and information and everything out there regarding these ships, but I'm just trying to find out what are the distinctions? You know, does that does that add value to the to the privateer? The fact that he can land and the fact that he can be in space or be a mobile orbiting station, uh, oh, where the Banu Merchantman can't do that. The Banu Merchantman has to do its trading, you know, in atmosphere on the ground somewhere. Well, yeah, that and you know the the privateer having the um the uh, the landing pads, right? So. Right. You got you hangers, know, landing pads. That's what ZC's saying. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that you're paying a premium for that. Mm -hmm. um, so you know that that you know again, like the privateer is kind of that in my head, the bigger piece of the trading puzzle, mm -hmm. maybe. Um, but the merchantman, you know, in, in typical Star Citizen fashion, not not looking at lines of ship, but looking at lines of gameplay mm -hmm. i could definitely see somebody moving from uh you know ship a that's you know a trader to a merchantman you know up through to a privateer as you know money grows capacity mm -hmm. grows you know orgs success et cetera, et cetera. so yeah different uses but Pimp just, just just made me think of something like the, like you're commenting how like the, the privateer only has 768 units of, of cargo compared to Brandon Richmond has 3,000 with, with, with the old spec, but that's not counting the platform, the the, the land the, the mm -hmm. landing pad. Let me let me correct myself, Let me correct myself hmm? on that because I I want to be careful because I did I did not make myself clear. 768 is cargo space, but there's also, I forget how many units of CCU per store. Each one of the stores has its own storage space on that ship as well, on the privateer. So there's, so in other words, there's a cargo area. And then and some of you all remember, remember this in chat, or maybe you guys remember what the numbers were, but each store, uh, how many, how, how, you remember how many stores there are on it, uh, 10th? There's like seven there or eight stores eight, or nine stores, something two. like that. Right. Yeah, Each store has like 300 CCU, CC, CU or something, 600 CU to put stuff in that store. Okay, okay. To sell. So that's not the total amount. I'm just mentioning that because with the Banu ship, they said that it's going to have stores too, even though we said there was 4,000 units of space. They said that the Banu will have stores similar to what they're putting on the privateer. So I'm just kind of okay. curious but as to how they're going to balance that out. <laughs> She also has yeah, a tram, they're, they're, by they're, the way. They're, they're, yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. 
Yeah. Oh, sorry. The, the, the point I was going to make is that you could put ships on, on, on the landing pad of the, of the Kraken to, to maybe have, have more storage. You, like, you don't want stuff. You don't want to put stuff on, on the landing pad itself because that is just float, float away or can be stolen. Mm -hmm. But you put ships on that on, on the landing pad and put stuff inside the ship that that, that, that can add to its value, maybe. Let me, let, me make some people, let me make some people happy, though. Uh, $2,000. Yep. $450. Yeah, but no, 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 play the game right that's right that's we've right, talked man. about that before right we've, we've right, all man. we've all agreed on that before i think the thing is it's the opportunity costs right with the merchantmen that we're talking about right now so mm -hmm. you know what what opportunity am i missing out on or what might an opp what, what opportunity might a bmm owner miss out on by maybe not having bought the kraken at a premium right yeah. so it's all opportunity costs but you know um I'm just weighing the opportunity cost right here very heavily against what I have now against the BMM. So let, let me say this to you too. You have a crew of 10 on the privateer roughly. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's the average crew size as to the merchantman. And we're going to move on to the next one. Cause there's one more thing that we have to cover here, gang. I just want to agree with Tess. He makes a very good point, And I holistically agree with him 1000%. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's a crew of maximum crew of eight on the merchantman. And again, you know, we have not seen interiors. We we did see some stuff for the privateer that looked really good. Uh, they gave us a lot more information. They showed us some stuff. Not the but no, they're no. like five, five years ago. But that's what we're saying. They've already told us that they had uh, to do a complete redesign on the merchantman. I mean, we know that they've got, we've got a general idea of its look, but as far as interiors, we, we do know what they said they will have inside. There will be stores, there will be a negotiation room. There'll be a, a some other areas. We saw a white box about three years ago that they had started reworking, but like Colossal said, they were supposed to go back and hit it one more time. This is one of those ships, remember a few weeks ago, gang, and we're gonna move on. I mentioned to you all that there were several ships that <clears throat> came out before they got the metrics done. This is one of them. And so that's why these ships end up growing and their prices grow along with them. So as Colossal said earlier, for those people who are fortunate enough to get in on it, when it was 250, great. Uh, if it's if it's 450 now, that's great. But it's going to go up one more time. So if trade is something not. that you're concerned, oh no, you know, hope any any ship that ain't <laughs> physically in the game goes up when it physically gets in the game, even if it's just fifty dollars. So I guarantee with trade being as popular as it is, and the privateer and this ship being the two ships. As they start bringing that value up, it starts coming closer to privateer. I just want to see what the distinctions are because you're still talking about a $1,500 difference, even if it's at 500 bucks. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm just interested in any of the side shows. It's, it's another story for another day, but if we get these, any other machineries that we need to help transport things within the ship, I'm wondering if they're gonna, if that's gonna be a part of it later on when they think about actually the um, items that we may need to help mm -hmm. uh, with the ships um, yeah. uh, function. There's one last thing I wanna mention about the Banu Merchantman. Maybe some of you know this or heard about it. They talked about the fact that the, the navigation system within these ships. Do you remember what the navigation, any of you guys remember what the deal was with their navigation? 
their high navigation systems hardwired in. They have some weird way that they process travel um, okay. that gets hardwired into their ships. Um, and supposedly it helps you. They they can navigate wormholes and things like that better than we can, basically. That's right. That's but it's only in their ships. You can't take it out of their ships and put it in another ship. It's mm-hmm. something unique to their ships. And I don't know if that's one of those technologies they found in some other alien system or what, but supposedly that's a benefit to that particular ship too, is navigation. So you guys might want to keep an eye open for that and see where CIG goes with that. Okay. Let's hit this last category. Then we're doing do a quick Q and A. Um, by the way, you all can look on the page. If you look on the bottom of the page below our screen, you'll see there's an area for questions and answers. We're going to start doing a little bit of Q&A from you guys there. So if you want to type in any questions and answers into that box and they come through, we'll try to answer some of your questions you may have about, particularly about the Banu and the Merchantman. But if it's just some other stuff you want to ask us this about Star Citizen, we can answer that too if you want to ask some questions about ISC this week. But in particular, if you want to do some stuff with uh, the show today, put those in and we'll try to look at them. Uh, after we finish this next section. There's one more piece, uh, Tenth, that we don't hear yeah. about. We've heard about the Defender, we hear about the Merchantman, but what's that third floating thing that they've talked about? It's the, it's the flotillas, the stations, the, the flotillas. I think it's unique. Um, you say here that a, a Banu flotilla is a loosely allied collection of Banu-owned space stations and ships. Usually, Banu flotillas operate as vibrant marketplaces acting as centers of trade, as trade for travelers. But most Banu planetary systems host one or more flotillas. During locating the Banu space, they are only subject to whatever system of law has been agreed upon by the members of that flotilla, if there are any laws to govern the space. So, um, I thought this was pretty cool. Uh, I, I know that. Uh, one of the bigger flotillas, uh, looking up, well, not the bigger ones, but the Bacchus flotilla, I guess. There, I mean, there's there's multiple ones, right? Mm-hmm. But the collection of these kind of groups uh, kind of symbolizes what we, the stuff we were talking about earlier. Is that the the it's it centers around the marketplace, right? So if you're gonna have this space station or this you know group of ships. Um, they're going to come together for trade and 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 to create a marketplace there whether that's kind of intra or inter space so um i think that um i think that's going to be pretty cool i wonder i do wonder how uh merchantmen uh, the merchantman plays into that um how maybe other ships that come down the line play into that Somebody brought up in chat the other uh, just a few, few moments ago about how ships are passed down from generation to generation mm-hmm. in the Banu. So how the the unique look of a flotilla might be in very um, traffic trafficked uh, areas. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I thought this was pretty cool. Um, the flotilla idea that they have. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they have these stations, you know, that'll, I guess, be in orbit somewhere or around something, you know, I'm sure that we'll start to find out once we get into those systems, you know, you'll stumble across them and find out where they are. And obviously that'll be good information to share uh, versus having to wait around for the ship to show up. You know, (laughs) I'm kind of curious to see. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what they do with these flotillas. And it's interesting that they decided to call them a flotilla. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah kind of like a hodgepodge thing that, that gets thrown together. I, and I, I actually saw someone say something about there was some organic dynamic to it too, because their ships have this organic dynamic to them. But 
I, I don't know what that is. I haven't seen anything on that yet. Um, it's, there's a movie called, there's a movie called Valerian mm-hmm. and in that movie it has a floating city and it's called a city of a thousand planets mm-hmm. and and it basically has each race that has come and, and met the human race and what they've done is attached their big ship onto that other space station and it's become so big now that it's pretty much been it had to be taken out of orbit because it, it could have collided with the earth and crashed um and, wow. and it reminds me of what uh the Banu are doing with this will you see pockets of of um of different factions of solis will you see, see organic pockets will you see other races in it uh just like what i like you see in, um, in valerian it's, it's an interesting concept mm-hmm. okay interesting oh all right well the banu merchantman um we know it's being worked on which is exciting uh as you guys know cig told us that the vulture uh the banu merchantman and the corsair were now on the map they had them down as unannounced you didn't tell us what they were before but they did let us know that those three ships are in the works and uh so i would i would assume that if they're in the works like that that uh, we'll be starting to see some ship shape stuff and some images and i think that people will really be excited uh, do you all think, and this is my last question to the panel, and also I'll put this question out to you guys in chat. Will the BMM become the next, uh, what's the word? Gib. Will it be the next Gib? <laughs> I, I mean, will, will, is, there, is there a lot of hubbub about this ship or do you think it's going to reach that, that level of Carrick Gib? Will it reach that level of... of oh, not that much, no. You think, Gib, no, not Carrick Gib. No, not, not character. I'm not character. Not character. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Of all the ships that are lined up for this year that we've seen, we've seen the Taurus, we've seen the uh, Inferno, the Ion Canyon, you know, all those ships from Crusader. Uh, which ship do you think will be the one that people will be giving for the most? I don't know. Really? Uh, I think there may be uh, there may be more interest in the Redeemer than the BMM. I'm not sure. The Redeemer. I was going to say the Taurus. I was going, but I, I can I can rock with the Redeemer as well. Okay. Looks like Chat is saying, uh, give. <laughs> well, the Polaris isn't on the list for this year, but if, if it popped up, boy, wouldn't that be a surprise, right? Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But the uh, the Redeemer has. We know that that one's coming out. The the uh, uh, let's see the Crusader A2. Is still coming out. Um, that's another gift. I can ship. see that more having, having more interest in the merchant. I mean, merchant is kind of like it's specialized. It's a trading ship. That's what most people think, think of it as. Okay. But like a, a A2 or M2 or more is more combat. Okay. Okay. Colossal says he's taking his out for combat. He's gonna empty his out and just start shooting with it. That thing's got a big gun on it. It's got a big gun on it, man. You don't want to get hit by a BMM. I can tell you that. I'm afraid it's going to be something like a, like like the you know, your, your model gun from Starblazer. You can shoot it once and it, and it got to like a minute to recharge. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. All righty. Well, listen. We don't have any questions. Nobody had any questions for us, which is interesting, but that's okay. It's uh, I guess cause hopefully that means we answered a lot of questions for tonight. Um, but, uh, you guys we did cover a lot of ground. Yeah. Well, yeah. we did. I admittedly, we did cover a lot of ground. Um, but thank you guys, uh, for hanging out with us tonight, uh, for our show, Banu and the Merchantman. And, uh, 
thank you again, uh, Pops and Fist. You guys got here a little late, but we recognized you guys earlier. Don't forget to check them out on the Star Citizens website. Go give them an upvote for their awesome remix of uh, Pedro Camacho's main theme for Star Citizen. Excellent very, very work, cool. Very cool. Congratulations again for being recognized in the newsletter and on the website. Uh, Admiral Kusanagi says, do you think the BMM could be 1,000? You could come out to 1,000 bucks size increase. You know, we've only seen that level of a jump once. Um, and that was with the, the 890. Right? Yeah, the 890's initial price was 600 and it went up to 950. Um, to go from 250. Well, technically, technically the, the measurement started at, started at 250, not 450, so it's almost at that, at that range. Well, yeah. well, yeah. In, in ratio, yeah, but he's asking about a thousand bucks. That's $750. That's three times the amount of no, the original so. value. I, I could, I could see it going to $600, 650, uh, I mean, unless, unless they physically change the dynamics of the ship. If they, what... Yeah. If they physically change the dynamics of that ship where that thing grows uh, and I'm going to be honest with you, it's going to be bigger than I think the number, obviously the numbers that they gave us before, uh, just because of the amount of what we've seen of it so far, if they're keeping any level of the theme that they've shown us, I, that ship's going to be pretty big. Um, not maybe lengthwise, awesome. but just big. Cause it's like multiple stories high. It's a big ship. Um, so, mm -hmm. Lasso, I don't know about you, but it, but this show made me want to get two, 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 two measurements instead of just one, having just one. How about you? I mean, I, 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 my question is: Are you interested in any current types of concepts that are out there, or would you be more interested in a complete scrap of what's out there as something new? Mm. Papa Doc, yeah. thank you for the subscription. We appreciate that. Because I, I, I would not be surprised if they came out with a completely and totally new design. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. behind me is kind of, it, it, it almost, but mostly, it wasn't completely, but it, like, it's different from the, from the original one. Oh, it is. And, and that's what yeah. we're saying. We've seen it morph so many times, and it keeps getting Yeah. Raymar, thank you for the subscription too. Papa Doc for six months and Raymar for three months. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, so let's let's take a poll. Uh, tenth, it was originally two fifty. What do you think the final price will be? What do you think it's going to come out to? It's four fifty now. It's four fifty now. Uh, it's four fifty now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I can see this thing getting up to five twenty five max. Okay, five and a quarter. Colossal, what about you? I see it at 600. Six, okay. Yeah. FC? I'm bad at this game. I, 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 it's 450 now, maybe 500. I'm, I, I, okay, I, I, stay, stay this way. I, I'm, I'm going I'm to be the closest without going over. One dollar. <laughs> <laughs> you said six, 601, right? <laughs> right over Colossal's number. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wrestle with this one. We got a lot of interesting numbers coming in. Uh, Jaja says five. Black Intellect says 590. Raymar 650. Bluesy 725. Kusanagi 700. Dark Knight $2.50. Yeah, okay. Uh, we've got some interesting numbers there. 
I think everybody's in agreement that it's going to probably try shift at least one more time. At least when it goes in hangar, we can expect at least that one. Um, and 9097 says over 1K. Over 1K. A hundred bucks for every year doesn't come out. All right, aim. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, that that's that's pretty steep. I, I'm 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 gambling at 450 at a minimum 550 and a max 650. That'll be where oh. I'll put it at. But again, if it grows, man. We, we just don't know enough about that ship. We just don't know what else it offers. And Colossal mentioned one good point. It, it's, it, 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 we don't know about that battles combat side of that ship. That's something we don't yeah. know. And that could, that could have a huge influence if they make that ship where it's half trader, half battleship, that could be pretty interesting for people. So we'll see. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll just see on that one. I'll, I'll leave that alone at that point. Okay. Um, listen. Uh, thank you guys again so much for this week. Uh, Fastcart, why don't you tell them a little bit about next week's show? Because Colossal's going to be back. Tense off for next week. But tell them a little bit about next week, what we got going on. I'm going to look up for who we're going to raid. Well, we got next week, according to this promo we have on the screen, is Gift Different or Doppelgangers. Evidently, we're going to be comparing Elite Dangerous and Star Citizen. Um, over the past few weeks, months, um, Luke Dangerous has been putting out their Horizon um, trailers and stuff like that. And you're going to see if com comparing contrast between Star Citizen and Elite Dangerous. Mm -hmm. And th don't forget to check out our social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And YouTube. Um, uh, just try to subscribe and follow on, on, on all three if it's possible, but definitely um, on, on YouTube. And, oh yeah, merchandise. Well, I'm not wearing a shirt right now. But Griffin, I think yeah, Griffin has a shirt on. We have t-shirt, mug, and mouse pad if you want to um, check, check, check out the merchandise. The link is down below. And mugs are I not the faces that, on the Griffin, screen. You have a link. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, and just to clarify too, uh, you guys know that uh, Elite Odyssey has been in alpha, like Fast Card said, but it's getting ready to come out on the 19th. And so Colossal is a elite player. I'm an elite player. Dark Knight, who's in chat, is an elite player. We're going to be on next week. And uh, I'm they they two of them have bitten the bullet already and bought. I'm buying this week. I'm going to try and get in. And we're going to kind of go over what we see. Um, are there any parallels? Is Star Citizen copying from Elite? Is Elite copying from Star Citizen? Are they very different? Uh, what are their similarities? And we're also gonna go back, Colossal, you'll dig this. We're gonna go back and watch David's, um, David's uh, original pitch video about what Elite Dangerous is supposed to be. And I think we're gonna see some similarities that are gonna kind of freak people out a little bit. So. We're going to be prepared to do that next week. Maybe we'll get some video in of us walking around in, in Elite. You want to do that, Colossal? We can maybe well, walk okay. around. We can jump in there this week. Huh? So we can jump in there. Do we that. can jump in? All right. Dark, I know Dark Knight will be happy to be happy to show us around. Dark Knight, we were already giving you the heads up. You're going to have to, uh, you know, give us the tour around this thing, okay? Are we, are we, going, on a, are we going on a live version? I hate going on a live version. You know, every time I go in there, I get shot. Uh, we can go wherever. Okay, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna trust Dark Knight to take us wherever we gotta go. So private we'll, group is hot. Yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, all right, listen, we are going to do a raid. 
And this week we're going to rate somebody that usually isn't on this time of night. We're going to rate Cobra TV. Cobra was out for a little oh. while, but he's back and he's he's back streaming again. So we're going to send some love over his way. So you guys be sure to say hi to Cobra. Uh, actually, I think he's doing a dual stream with uh, Anna Dimitrio. So, but make sure you all say hi, give some shout outs. Uh, don't forget about next week, as, as Fast Card said, Difference or Doppelgangers, Elite Dangerous and Star Citizen. And uh, we're going to have a good time. Tenth, where can people find you? Uh, here uh, on the Soul Citizen Show. Mm -hmm. um, I don't stream as often anymore, um, but I love hanging out with the crew here. Um, and that's where you can find me. Okay. Yeah. Colossal? You can find me uh, here next week, right? <laughs> You'll find me here next week, but you'll find me here even more when school lets out. And I and I kindly, kindly, politely pass over these kids back to their parents. <laughs> and last but not least, Fastcart, where can people find you, Fastcart? People can find me on twitter.com forward slash fast underscore cart. I started I screen for the first time on Friday. I screened from Max Spec Legendary Edition. Um, I'm going to wait until I, I hit some more combat before I, I probably screen some more. But uh, um, you can follow me if you want to now on, um, on Twitch. Um, also on Miss Hart. Miss Hart is taking a, a, taking a break because she's visiting her niece who was just born in indiana so she'll be back the week after next after this one on a table of horrors i'm on wednesday with shiver and oh i'll be on the actor pub on saturday on captain table and griffin you were on the actor pub last night right yeah yeah i was on last week and then you and i are both be on relay in a couple weeks too we got that coming up as well right that's a plan mm -hmm. yeah okay cool Awesome sauce. All right, guys. Well, thank you all so much. As always, we appreciate you guys. Uh, like I said, once again, we're going to go over and check out Cobra TV. Give some shouts out over there. Uh, as always, take care of yourself. Stay safe out there. And don't forget about Invictus. We'll be ready to have some good stories about that the week after that. Okay. Other than that, we love you guys. I think appreciate all the follows and subscriptions and all that stuff. And as always, peace, love, and soul. You guys have a great week. Take care of yourselves.